Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud out. What do you got? As you guys know, this month is Pride Month. And yep. I saw a really cool story because, you know, your girl is not engaged, nor does she want to be anytime soon. Oh, okay. Pero, Whoa, that but sounds you're all like up. a message to uh No, I just said not who. anytime soon. We've talked not about that. Soon. No, no, no. Yeah. We talked about She's that. She's taking it slow. Like maybe slow he's trying to push it on her. Sounds exactly. like he's pushing it. Pushing marriage. No, no. Focus, Cap. No. But I thought this story was I really cool. I to say something else when no. you said I know, really. <laughs> Focus sounded like something else to me. Dump yeah. yourself. No, I don't need to dump myself. I keep no, it clean. No, she said focus. Yeah, but I was worried about something else because I thought maybe you, you pushed the button the wrong button there. But, yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Focus, Anyways. Laura. Come on, focus. Come back to us. So I thought it was a cool little uh, a cool story that mm-hmm. a flight attendant from Alaska Airlines, Alaska Airlines de, um, debuted their pride plane a year ago. Right. And in that plane, Veronica Rojas, which a flight attendant, proposed to her newly pilot girlfriend, Alejandra Moncayo, I hope cool. I said it right. Uh, Moncayo, they they actually met a year ago, and mm-hmm. she wanted to propose to her on the same flight route where they met, which was from San Francisco to L.A. But that's not, I mean, that's cool. Pero Veronica got a huge surprise when her girlfriend was like, um, you proposed, but I wanted to propose. So when they landed the plane, she got down on one knee and proposed. So they both. Oh, have... so they both proposed to each other. Yep, they both have rings on their fingers because they were planning to do the exact same thing on this exact same day. Oh, that's very nice. That's cute, right? Like they that didn't even t- obviously not talk about it, but I right, thought that was right, cute. yeah, because you're not going to let the other person know. Hey, I'm going to propose to you. Although I feel like Cappy would have to put it on Rachel's calendar. Ooh. Oh, I would mm. definitely have to schedule something with her. Like, hey, Rachel, can I can I get on your calendar? Because I plan on proposing to you on yeah, this particular day. Could you day. imagine? Cappy's like, you know, whatever. Let's just say like random date, like, you know, October 17th, you know, 2024. Uh, Canonly invite proposal. Right. <laughs> now, Rachel would probably think it's like a business proposal. Yes, She'd she probably would. pull yes. that off. That's actually. exactly yes. right. She would. She's yeah. like, yo, I'm. hey, aren't we supposed to meet today about a proposal? I'm like, yes, we are. We're supposed to meet about a proposal. That's the way you do it, Kathy. I just funny. gave you the million-dollar idea. Yeah. Dude, that's a great idea. He that did. is a really, really great idea. Now, I'm worried about these two girls, though, the pilot and the flight attendant. I'm worried about these two. Por Why? Porque? Because I feel like both of them had the same idea at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, it's just like. Two very aggressive, like similar style personalities. You know, no, I wanted you to marry me. I, I wanted to ask you to marry you, and then you then you asked me first. I don't know. There's two kind of alphas. See, if you will. here's what I would tell you about relationships, and oh, this is okay. my observation. Okay, mm-hmm. being having been married over a decade now. Okay, it's less about having the same personalities. It's more about do you get the other person, and does that other person get you? Like including your quirks and your strengths and your weaknesses. So you've been married 10 years, George? Is that right? Uh, 11 now, yeah. 11 years? Yeah. I don't know. Let's have this conversation in a few more years. What? That's a long time. How long? 11 years is a long time. I know. It seems like a long time. (laughs) Listen, I think that that's the key to any relationship. It doesn't even have to be romantic. Like, I would say it's less about having similar or dissimilar personalities. I think the notion of personality is like fitting like a puzzle is stupid because nobody has like a personality that fits like a puzzle. Mm -mm. Everybody has stuff on the other side that annoys you or you like or whatever. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's about, can you live with that? Like, do you understand, like, do you get the person with their strengths and their weaknesses? And if you get them and you're good, then you're good. What's the, uh, the song, the Paul Abdul song. Is it Paul Abdul opposites attract? Is that right? Yeah, but I mean that's just a song. That's not. No, I realize life. that. I know it's just you know opposites yeah. attract. These two. You know, are not have you opposites. ever seen the movie with Billy Crystal? Um, the one he's the referee. Forget Paris. Yes, it's probably been a long time though. Is my guess. Don't right? remember it. Okay, so he, you know, in, in the movie he meets the girl in Paris. She works for the airline. Speaking of airline, it's kind of funny. 
She works for the airline in France. He's trying to deliver, you know, deliver his dad's like corpse to bury him in France because he was in the D-Day invasion in Normandy or something like that. So he goes over there. He meets this girl. He falls in love with her. He comes back to the U.S. and he's got to do his refereeing job. He misses her. They come back. They break up. They're together. They're not together. The whole nine, right? But eventually, when he's wondering, like he's telling his referee buddy, the older guy, the oldest referee guy, who's a little bit of a misogynist, but nonetheless still a funny character for a movie because you know one of those old guys who's like that anyway. But he asks him, like, hey, man, like, I don't know if she wants me to be a referee anymore. He said, what do you mean she wants you to be a referee anymore? That's who you are. That's what you are. And he's like, yeah, you know, but, you know, if, if it makes her happy, he's like, what well, makes you happy? And he's like, well, I want to be a referee. Then she's got to live with it. She either gets it or she doesn't. And then he's like, look, it happened to me. He's like, you and Maureen broke up. He, was, he thought it was the wife that he was with now. He's like, no, I'm talking about the first Mrs. Jack, Emily, or whatever the hell her name was. And it's like a funny scene, but it's still true that it's basically like you either get somebody or you don't. The, yep. You don't, the, the personalities, that stuff is overrated. I don't know, man. I'm just, all I'm saying is this. What, the flight attendant wanted to ask the pilot to get married. The pilot wanted to ask the flight attendant to get married. They both went out and got rings. Mm-hmm. They both planned on, on asking the other to get married. So I'm just saying, you know, there's just two very similar personalities. That's all I'm saying. I don't Worried about anything. these two. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. They both know what they wanted and they went for it. Yeah. Same. I'm with Laura. Okay, there you go. It's just one instance, Cap. Like, you have no mm-hmm. idea. You have no idea, you know? Mm-hmm. Let them live their lives. Yeah. Hey, so- live your lives and get back to me in 10 years. Let me know how things oh are going. I wish everybody the best. <laughs> Yeah. Wish everybody the best. Where do I send a gift? You guys registered or what? Yeah. Well, here's what you do. Just put. Just make sure to remember to put it in Rachel's calendly. Yeah. As calendly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a we business have a meeting proposal. about a no proposal. no business. Just proposal. Just proposal. We have a yes. meeting for a proposal. And she'll just assume it's business. Right. Um. So anywho. Yeah. Um. I was gonna say something else. I completely forgot. But anyway, it was about, it about some, oh Alaska Airlines. By the way, yeah. have you ever flown Alaska Airlines? I have and uh, unsolicited. I love them. I'm gonna say I really think it's a great airline. I love them. Yeah, they're I great. love them too. They're great. Yeah, yeah they it are. is a great airline. Like, mm-hmm. they, where are you flying to? I mean, I fly them to Seattle. I flew from Seattle to L.A. Yeah, after a, a college football game last year. Yeah, Hawaii's great. Yeah, I haven't flown them to Hawaii. You know um, I've flown they to fly a bunch? across the country too. They do some coast to coasts. I've flown yeah, to uh, Salt Lake a bunch, which has been nice. Yeah, they're a really nice airline. The, the people are really nice. They've got like the uh, the amenities, you know, like it's nice, and they, they give you snacks. Like most places, they only give you like the like one little tiny snack. Dude, they're um, really good. They are yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. Uh, all right, let's do the Ram story real quick because we yeah, can I'm get curious. back to the Russell what Westbrook. What did you, what did you say? Thing. You said things. You had, kind there, of like something you had bad has transpired. Yeah, yeah, something has happened mm-hmm. that is not good for the Rams in an area where they can least afford it. And it's Jalen Ramsey underwent shoulder surgery, and he's expected to be ready for the start of the 2022 season. Now, not the preseason, like the regular season. And to me, that always worries me a little bit because that means he's going to have to probably play through a little pain in an area in the secondary where they're not – it's not their strength on defense, in my estimation. Okay, so you're saying that you're worried about Jalen Ramsey this year because he's having shoulder surgery now? Right, and, and it says he won't be ready till the start of the regular season, which means to me you're probably still going to – I mean, just understanding that sport, right? Like, you have to under, probably guess that, yeah, he's probably recovered, but he's still going to be dealing with some stuff in that shoulder, and he's he's a guy who likes to put a body on people, you know? So, yeah, let's just try and figure out the math here. Today is June 22nd. Right, season uh, starts September whatever. Call it, call September. it September 8th-ish, September 10th-ish, somewhere in that neighborhood. Right. So you've got uh, six. You got about eight weeks till the start of the regular season. Yeah. So you have this surgery. You get yeah. it over and done with. Uh-huh. You start rehabbing it. You don't yeah. have to put your body through any sort of taxation of any kind during Correct. training camp or preseason, right. which yeah. you probably weren't going to play in the preseason anyway. Let's face no. it: the Rams don't play their starters in the preseason if they Correct. can help and it. McVeigh was way ahead of his time on that. For so, sure. so if McVeigh didn't plan on playing him and playing him until week one, and I'm the coach, and you tell me, look, if he has surgery now. And everything goes to plan. It's pretty simple stuff, really. Right, but how? how what, I mean, does it? It doesn't always go to plan. That's right. This is, that's why I'm saying. So, so if yeah. you're telling me, if I'm Sean McVay, and you're saying to me, look, if he has a surgery now, and he starts the rehab, and he and he does everything he's supposed to do, really, coach, by week one, he should be ready. And if there's a little bit of a setback, and we even have to hold him out a little bit, by week three, he's ready. Wouldn't you rather have him healthy in week three 
than go into a season injured and nursing a shoulder injury? Oh, no, I, I would agree with that. I don't disagree with the, the surgery. Why would I disagree with that? What are you worried about? I'm worried about when he starts the season and he's just coming off surgery and his rehab, he takes that first hit. That could be something that could potentially be a problem. Could be. Could be. I'm, I'm just a little worried because that, that part of their defense is not their strength. I like that you are taking on where I usually get like overly concerned about things and the Jewish mother in me comes out. I like that you are becoming very overly concerned right now. Whereas me, George, I'm like, no problem. Give me a break. Just a little surgery. Nothing. No big deal. He's back by week one. Wasn't going to play in the preseason anyway. Didn't need the preseason. I don't have a lot of concern about this. Okay. I really don't. I really don't. Yeah, I'm a little worried. I got to be honest with you. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Okay. I feel like I'm we're on opposite sides right now. I mean, we were just agreeing a few minutes ago. I know. Usually yeah. I'm the worry wart. Right now you're worrying yeah. about Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Hey, so a- coming up next, I've got that Russell Westbrook story. There's a rumor about Russell Westbrook. And I talked to Brian Winhorst today on TV, and I asked him about LeBron and Kyrie potentially reuniting. And he had, uh, I thought, some funny uh, responses to it. We'll have that for you coming up in two minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S A V E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sorry, I wasn't back yet. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, then you didn't hear what I said. (laughs) Yeah, I I was just kind of waiting to let this all sort of sink in here. Laura, what's what's the story? What's going on here? I'm pulling audio. And I was like, oh, that was a really quick break. Not two minutes. So oh. I turned and I was like, well, I need a song. And that's so you just what picked was, this one? It, wait, wait, it was wasn't one, anything. Was, this one was just at your fingertips, really? Well, because I have, okay, the way that this is set up, Cap, I have, you know, things are broken up. And where right. I have it, there's like a bunch of different rejoins for our games. For whatever reason, <laughs> this song is in there. And I was like, oh, that's not a Radio Tinder or, a, you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> So I played it, oh and I God. literally said in your ear, I was like, don't ask me, because I just needed a song, and then Sedan was like, oh, I wasn't back. <laughs> well, I think everybody is so busy right now in the finishing touches for the Mandy's on Friday oh, night. So true. No, I George. went to the bathroom, bro. That wasn't about, like, <laughs> No, no, not you. Things. Not you. I'm just saying, like, Chris is in here say. today. Yeah. And then I grabbed See, the drink. Sedano so. is hard at work getting ready for the Mandy's. Big yes. Time. yes, he Sorry. was, in the bathroom. Yes, he was. <laughs> but I think Chris and Amanda and I think Bergie and, and you know, Jorge and... Just everybody, Tommy, and uh, I mean, literally, like the whole station. I think is is just in final preparations. Carlo and the whole team, final preparations. Play this one. You know. Oh, you could have played this one right I here. Could have. It was right this. above Kenny Rogers. I mean, the gambler is always good, but but this one right this here feels like Cappy. Uh, yeah, when you get this, down to this this slaps different. I'll tell you why. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh my God. You hear the way I just threw that in there, Laura? Yeah. I did, I did. Laura, I would pull up to a red light. I'd be in my car with my daughter, look over at the soccer mom next to me with her daughter in her car, roll down my windows, turn this song up, and then I would just start jamming right there at the red light. Okay. Can you see it? No. Oh, I could totally see that. Right. I actually enjoy the people that get down at the red light. Especially when you can inspire another car full of people to also get down. Or at least laugh, right? I always feel like if you can do that, that's that's a win. I mean, this is a jam. I mean, The Gambler's good. Don't get me wrong. Kenny Rogers, The Gambler, good song. Quality song. Yeah. But it's not this. No, it's not this show. But it doesn't get down like this. Mm-mm. Yeah, I was wondering what was happening. I thought it was a commercial or something. No, no, no. I literally was like, oh, I didn't, you know, our, our break was had 30 seconds. 30 seconds is a long time in radio. I was like, oh, snap. Hey, George, are you going to Venmo me? Are you going to Zell me? Are you going to bring me cash money? Are you going to write me a physical check? I mean, how are you going to repay me? Repay you for what? I told you a million times. You owe me a few dollars. For what? I told you. I sold on the back of my jacket for the Mandy's. Uh I sold naming rights. Right. 
And so I haven't unveiled who bought the sponsorship on the back of my jacket. Right. But suffice it to say that I'll be sending you an invoice for your are half. You putting, are, are you? Because are you, oh, you're putting Sedano and Cap on the back of your no, I'm not your, saying that at all. I'm not yeah. saying that. Okay. I'm just saying that you will owe me a portion of the proceeds. Okay. I guess. I'll, now, you can talk to my lawyer, my lawyers, my attorneys about that. Oh, now I got to talk to your people, huh? Mm-hmm. Just can't be you and me. Just send me a Venmo. No. Can't just no, be simple like that. No, when it comes like to that? money, that's that stuff's got to be down in like really. A, you can't you can't send me something from your your Bitcoin account or something like that. No, no, no. I just locked up my Bitcoin actually. Can't put me on the blockchain somehow and get me some <laughs> of your you Bitcoin on the blockchain. I mean, come on. <laughs> Can we put like a Cappy NFT on the blockchain, Lindsay? I mean, come on, man. Oh, that would be great if somebody could create one. That would be amazing. We should do that. That there, it, there should be like a cappy NFT, and it should be you dancing to Apple Bottom Jeans from Flowrider. Boots <laughs> with the fur. That's right. Yeah. Is everybody as excited as I am about the Mandy's or not? Yes, Cappy. We're okay, all excited. Because, because let me tell you something. We're going to be on the air on Friday from 2 to 4 p.m., right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we've got some time in between the time yeah. we get off the air and the actual start of the Mandy's, the red carpet, right. you know, where Clinton Yates is going to be interviewing everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you guys planning on doing for the two hours from the time we get off the air well, till the time First of all, we're going to be outdoors before then, so it's probably going to be really hot. We're all going to be sweaty, and so I'm either going to have to take a shower or I'm going to have to cool down and then change. Okay, but where are you planning on doing that? The hotel. There's a room for that. Oh, like really? a green room, a, oh, a hotel ask. room that's like a green room. That's yeah. I didn't know like that. I didn't know there was a green room at the hotel. There's a yeah. few, I think. Actually, there was an email sent. Yeah. I don't get any of the emails. I don't get any of them. You were on the email. I don't. I like it that way. I don't get any of them. I didn't see it. Yeah, you were on it. Okay, well, I may it have been to on your it. Gmail. You sure about that? I'm positive. I don't have it. Okay. I don't. Okay. So, all right, so you're going to get done with the show. <laughs> you're going to go in. You're going to take a schwitz, right? Wait, you're gonna... Laura, Laura, why are you laughing? I just because. It's like, parece un niño, you know? You're like, oh. I know. Okay. Well, man, why don't you guys like... forward it to me? I never saw it, you know? I mean, you're, I, I'm, I'm literally like, okay, okay, yeah. I'm on yeah, the outside looking in, George. I'm not in the know right now, and it's, okay, it's kind of bothering okay, me. Okay, okay, okay. So we now, know you have issues with emails, you know? So the show And ends. everything that's technologically... <laughs> Right, but, but the show ends, and you're going to go into the green room. You're going to shower, change, whatever, right? Whatever I need to do, yes. Okay. I feel like five. this is like logistical stuff that you need to work out like off the air, Cass. Yeah. Oh, I don't agree. I totally disagree. I, I want to work it out on the air. But, I, I totally okay. disagree. Uh, don't we have like wind horse uh, we're going to play or something? Oh, we do have wind horse <laughs> that we're going to play, don't we? Because I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it will be fascinating. Well, I also don't – I also don't – I mean, I don't know if people want knowing okay, – yeah, yeah I don't think we need time. to. Like, yeah, do people care we, about we, that? We they, do. Need to do that. they do. They do in it a big way. It just feels like something. Like I know you like. No, it's so gratuitous. Cap, is all you're but, doing? Not gratuitous yeah. at all. Because my question is this: I think I'm going to have to go to where the after party is. This after party, George, you're, you're serious? You're not coming? No. <sighs> I thought it was a joke. Didn't we talk about that yesterday with Morales? And he's like, I don't think they have it worked out. And he's thinking. Tell you what, this this after party, when I say it's taken on a life of its own, here's what I can tell you guys. I've lost yeah, that, control. Yeah, a bunch of, of people want to come and you don't actually have a place to do it. No, no, I've, lo- <laughs> I've, I've lost control of it, George. I totally lost I control. I bet you that's the case. No. I, what's, here's the case. You ready? Yeah. I've had people in management sending me messages. Yeah. And they're saying, so, Cap, what's the deal with the after party? How do we get in? And I'm like, yeah. wait a second. It's a little late to be asking me for tickets to the after party now. There's no tickets for the there after no party. There are no tickets. <laughs> well, when I say tickets, I mean putting your name on the guest list. I'm like, you, it's a little late Wait, are you going to have like a bouncer? I told you, there's a lot of security at this event. <laughs> you guys think I'm messing around. This yeah. thing's gotten completely out of control. When management I is asking me. I wasn't even invited, so I'm just saying it's funny. Dude, Beto when Duran Ma- just tweeted that he's hosting a pre-Mandy's party at 2 o'clock. He's got your credit card. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you for that, Beto. It's gotten so out of hand, George. Management people are like, yo, how do we get in on this after party? I'm like, guys, it's a little late. And it's by Wednesday. Ma- like, like management, what are you re- who are you referring like to? Like four different people from, from station management. Okay. Have asked me for for passes well, would, to the after party. Do you care to name them, or are you like, uh, you know? I mean, I don't want to name names. I don't want to embarrass anybody. You know what I mean? But there's nothing. Why I can would do you be for... embarrassing them to your big party? Because I can't help them anymore. Like I, I told you, I lost control of the party. Okay. Don't you see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I, clearly, it started yeah. as my party. It's not even my party anymore. 
Okay. That's cool. how big this thing has gotten. So I'm, I'm trying to get every ticket I can. I know you had two, George. I have a question, Cap. Yes, Who's Laura. actually going to your party that is so big that management can't get in? Well, it's not that somebody's so big. It's just that, you know, it's very, very, shall I say, very. Exclusive? Correct. Ah, and that's why, the, like. Where of, is it? Yeah, I was like, we, I wasn't invited, so Wait, even though where, I'm part of the show. You can't like, disclose the destination on the air, I would imagine. No, I, no, no. I told you guys that a party of this magnitude, you don't find out the password until the day of. There's a mass text that mm-hmm. will go around. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Can't believe you're not coming, George. Anyway, Beto's yeah, coming. Yeah, man, me neither. Beto's coming. <laughs> Beto is coming. With your credit card, apparently. Yeah, bring it. Beto, I'm going to need it. Yeah. Tell you that right hey. now. All right, Brian Windhorse, what, what were you saying? So we were talking about Kyrie to the Lakers, and mm-hmm. could he be... Like, could he be one of these guys that you say to yourself, is he willing to lose $30 million to play for the Lakers? Like, is he that unexplainable, right? Or just, um, you know, I don't even know what other word I'm looking for at this stage. But, like, he's really someone that you can't peg. So, would he be willing to do that? So, most people are like, I don't know the answer to that because I can't get in his head. And I don't think anyone really wants to be there because they don't understand some of the decisions that are made, right? And what the reasoning is behind it. And, and again, to, cool for him if, if that's what he wants to do. Like, I, I don't rule everything I do in life by money either. But I think some of this stuff is, is just odd, I would, I would say, for anyone. Um, I think Kyrie that- Irving would do it. I really do. You mentioned it earlier today. He lost how much? Was it $17 million last year by not playing in Correct. games? Okay. Yeah. He lost $17 million. I, I don't rule it out by, by no means. If, if you're motivated by money, you go back to the Nets. If you're motivated by chasing a championship, if you're motivated by redemption, and if you think that you can make up the money by winning on the biggest stage, yeah. then Kyrie Irving should try well, and do everything he can do right. to get to the Lakers. But Kyrie Irving, if he left the Nets for $6 million to go back and play with LeBron, the Nets would no, no longer be a championship contender because my feeling is that Kevin Durant would likely be like, all right, I got to get out of here. And then you got to trade Kevin Durant and you're back in a rebuild. So there, you've eliminated, if you're Kyrie, if you really are that disdainful <laughs> towards the Nets <laughs> um, and, you're, and you're, you're willing to be that unpredictable, you, you, you then just blow the whole thing up because you know if you leave, Durant's not staying, like, is my guess. I don't know, George. Um, you know, you say that without Kyrie Irving, they're not championship contenders. I could Because make... I don't think KD would stay. Okay, well, but hold on. I can make an argument that with Kyrie Irving, they're not championship contenders. Oh, I disagree with that. I think well, if Kyrie Irving plays question. the requisite amount of games, yeah, well, you know, that you would expect from a starter in the NBA, they are championship contenders, yes. Okay. Well, um, listen, I'm just going by what I've seen, not by what I might see. What I've seen so far is they have not contended for a championship. Is that wrong? Did I miss something? Uh, no, they've been bounced in the first and the second round. Okay, so they haven't contended for a championship. They've been no. in the playoffs. Right. They haven't been in contention. So, look, your point, you may be right. Let's say that KD and Kyrie played 82 games together in a season. Yeah, they might have a 2-3 seed. Maybe they have a number one seed. Maybe they are competing for a championship. But what's happened thus far has been a disaster. It has been a disaster, yes. So, if I were KD, I wouldn't want to be leaving if Kyrie left. I'd be like, I want to reload if Kyrie leaves. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think, I think KD went there because that's where Kyrie wanted to go, though. Like, I, I think if Kevin would have had his druthers, he would have been, I probably would have been with the Knicks, to be honest with you, if I had to well, guess. Well, listen, if, if Kevin Durant leaves the Nets because Kyrie Irving leaves the Nets, let me tell you something, man. For a guy who everybody thinks is one of the best one or two players of the generation, here's the reality. The Golden State Warriors won before he got there. They won with him, and they've won since he's moved on. Kevin right, but Durant, they were dominant with him. That, fair enough, but they won before he got there. They, they won before he got there, but they won. Like, they were – it was unfair when he was there. But the point is is that he joined their championship he did. team. He did. Very similar to the way LeBron joined Dwayne Wade's championship team. No, different. They built that team from scratch basically over again. Like, they literally did a blank canvas. 
and put those three guys and then tried to fill the gaps. All I'm so saying really what, is because Dwayne Wade's championship team was Shaq and those guys. All I'm saying is a superstar player went to a team that had recently won a championship, mm-hmm. relatively recently. Fairly, fair, I mean, it was like five years later. Oh, but okay. okay, so so look, if I'm Kevin Durant and I'm going to leave because Kyrie leaves, what are people going to say about Kevin Durant? I mean, they're already they're already knocking because he left the championship team to go build his own championship team and hasn't come close. So now he's going to leave his team because Kyrie left, and Kyrie. Yeah, because then he can go say, "I'm going to go find a place that's closer to winning a championship than me and Ben Simmons together." Well, I guess once again, then Kevin Durant will prove that he has to go join somebody's championship contender rather than being the centerpiece and the the guy who builds a championship. Yeah, but contender. I, I don't think that's fair to Kevin Durant either. I think Why? Kevin Durant um, was on a team that went to the finals and was just they were really young and they lost to LeBron and Wade and Bosh, and then Kevin Durant was on a team that lost because Clay Thompson went nuclear in a game. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and Russell Westbrook, you know, uh, I, he played fine, but, like, you know, they didn't clearly get along as well as we thought they did at the end. Um, and, yeah, and then he went to the Warriors. I, I, I get that part of it. But the notion that Kevin Durant would not be a championship-type player without the Warriors, I think is silly. No, it's not that. It's just that he went and joined a championship team, helped take them to new championship heights. Then he left yeah. them, and mm-hmm. then they got hurt, and it took a few years for them to rebuild. And then it, but he then they played did. with Kyrie, who's played 103 games um, and not played like 140 games for but that's or my something point. like that. But that's my point, yeah. is that right. Kevin Durant should not leave the Nets because Kyrie chooses or somehow gets out of the Nets. He should stay there and go, this is my team, and this guy let me down. I'm glad he's gone. I'm going to rebuild without him. Not, I'm going to leave. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I'm telling you what the people that, are, that know way more about this than I do have told me today on television, which we didn't get to, but we'll get to Windhorse later. Um, we'll do it after Radio Tinder. But tell people about the Dadvocates. Go ahead. Well, first I'll tell you this. If they know more than you, then think about how much more they know than me. Right? Think about that for a second. They know way more than me. Yeah. So, yeah, they are infinitesimally more, like, informed than you. Yeah, 100%. I'm just giving yeah. you an opinion. That's all. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks, Christopher. I'm really, really excited. And I need to make sure that I say that every time because otherwise we're going to fight like we did yesterday. Yesterday Yesterday was harsh. I it wasn't was telling you. No, it wasn't. It was I mean, Chris great. is one of my friends. We're just, it was you know, great having radio. fun. I know. Great George, you were just George, you were just pushing him right into each other, too. You were just pushing Lindsay right from behind, right into Chris, and you were getting behind Chris and pushing him into her. I mean, you were just, just stoking the fire. I want to pinch. Uh, master of ceremonies and uh, a ringmaster of sorts. Yeah. I went back and listened to it on the podcast on the ESPN app, the ESPN LA app. And, uh, Lindsay, I heard you get fired up yesterday. I liked it. Well, I was just, you know, annoyed. By the way, before the word before the word police comes after me, the because uh, I, I can imagine the Twitter will eventually happen. Uh, if not now, someone on the podcast you you mentioned the podcast. I meant to say that Cap knows an infinitesimal amount compared to Woj and Brian. So sorry. As opposed to what did you say? I said it the other way around. That I know so much more than Woj. Oh no! No, no, no one's no, gonna. No, no. Yeah, no one's gonna agree with that. No, I think a lot of people will. <laughs> Maybe not about basketball, but about life. I mean, I don't even know about that either. To be yeah, I don't know either. I just made that up. I just made it up. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Lindsay. All right, so Kim Kardashian, she stopped by The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon last night to promote her new skincare line, which is called Skin by Kim. 
But during her interview, there were a couple little audience members who were kind of acting out. The culprits ended up being her two sons, Saint and Psalm, who were sitting in the audience and making loud enough sounds that even Jimmy Fallon was distracted. So she stopped her interview to scold her kids. And while the audience laughed and awed at her two little adorable sons watching their mom at work, Kim was not as entertained. And she kind of rolled her eyes, said she was embarrassed, but... I wanted to ask you guys, have your kids ever acted out excessively when they were out in public with you? Swipe left or swipe right? Cappy, you go first. Uh, many times my kids have, uh, I don't know that they've stopped a TV talk show, okay? But I've been places, and I'm like, hey, would you guys just please do me a favor? Like, we're going to a ball game, and there's going to be people around. I'm going to be like, I'm going to know people. They may know who I am a little bit, you know? And uh, maybe if you guys could just be cool so, like, Dad doesn't have to be completely humiliated here tonight. You know, like maybe you don't call me the names you call me at home that are completely inappropriate that we all think is funny. But if you say it out in public, everybody's going to think there's something wrong with our family dynamics. Can we do that tonight? So, yeah, it's happened. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I'm sure it's happened. I can't think of a situation. Um, so I will swipe right because that happens pretty much to every parent. But um, I mean, I, you know, I'm kind of like uh, I'm like easy with my kids until they start doing like not listening and then the tone changes it kind of sounds similar to the way i talk to you sometimes Cappy. oh believe me i know i feel like i'm on the receiving end of a parental scolding yeah so Cappy, i feel like um you were not the one that like you didn't well i gotta be careful how i say this i feel like your kids don't really respond to your your scoldings would that be correct you don't think so no not well, I, will, I will I will admit this, Lindsay. Maybe when you were when they were young, but yeah. not when was when did they stop responding to your scoldings and then start calling you the names that you didn't want to yeah, mention? Yeah, I mean, my little one, if you heard the names that my daughter calls me, like you would be utterly appalled. We all think it's hilarious and funny, but anybody else who is not part of this whole thing would be like, You guys call each other those names? You you call your sixteen year old daughter that? Like, yeah, it's kind of a pet little name. We love each other. It's a little pet thing. They're like, that's like one of the worst things you can call somebody. I'm like, yeah, but in our house, it's just kind of a cute little fun thing. That's all. But okay. they, 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 the response to the scoldings, Lindsay, I've done a very poor job with consequences to poor behavior. You know what I'm saying? Can you give an example of one of these names? Oh, gosh, no. Oh, okay. my gosh, no. That's how bad it is. Okay. It's it is yeah. that bad okay. that if I told you what my daughter calls me and then I call her the same name, you'd be like, you do not call your own child that. Yeah, it's cute. And now name. I want to know. You got to text us because I want to know. Now. <laughs> True. Very All curious. Right, what's next, Lindsay? All right, so Brad Pitt opened up to GQ for its August cover story, and he talked about the quest to unearth buried treasure on the 1,000-acre estate in France that he bought with his ex-wife, Angeline Jolie, back in 2008. Pitt told the magazine that he was informed that millions of dollars worth of gold uh, was buried somewhere on the estate. He said that he bought radar equipment and began obsessively surveying the property for the treasure. Well, turned out that it was all a lie, and the man who told him about the gold was only trying to get him to invest in his radar company. Have you guys ever invested significant time or money in something that turned out to be a complete scam? Swipe left or swipe um, right, Sedano. Not a complete scam, but I did get screwed out of, in a really bad real estate deal. Now, this happens, too, so I guess it's a scam. Um, Tell me about this deal. I want to hear about this. So this was property in the southwest side of Florida. Um, a new development going up and people were buying plots of land and then like doing a construction of perm loan, building like a vacation home, basically. Right. And the builder was putting out, was taking out the draws from the bank that loaned everyone the money for, you know, the, the you know, the, the, the construction of perm loan. Right. And they were documenting stuff as if they were working on the plots of land. And I would say easily 90% of the plots were never actually built. Um, maybe maybe slightly less, but not easily like 8 out of 10 plots were never built on, even though there was documentation that they were supposed to be being built on or supposedly being built on. And um, I, had, I tried like a class action lawsuit. I did this, that. I mean, I ended up having to – I almost screwed up. My credit almost got screwed up. Well, it did actually for a little while because my lawyer was like, this is so entangled that you're going to be in this for years paying on, on a mortgage for a piece of dirt you don't want to build on anymore. 
Like, you might as well just take the hit and we settle with them. And you have such good credit that it'll bounce back very quickly. And it did. You know, within a year, I was able to rebuild my credit. But, yeah, I, I got scammed in a real estate deal in a bad way and lost easily six figures in the long run. Like, by the time wow. I paid attorney's fees and paid for – and the stuff I had already paid on the land and all that stuff over the years, yeah, easily six figures. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, I can't really come up with a time where I've been so screwed over like that. I mean, Brad Pitt buys a, ple- a piece of land in France, and the guy who sells it to him says, yo, there's a whole bunch of gold out here. All you got to do is get your gold mining equipment and come on out. It's just everywhere, man. It just grows on trees out here. Whose fault is that? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't I don't think he bought it because of the gold. I think it was one of those things where it was like, oh, he, he bought it, and then they were like, oh, by the way, did you know that? Uh-oh, I think we lost, oh, we lost Lindsay, Lindsay. So, yeah. I think we're losing Yeah, her. Lindsay, we're losing you there real quick. So what what I would add to that, Cappy, is just that, yeah, man, like, you know, sometimes these things, I that that was kind of my, if it sounds too good to be true, it is kind of situation. And by the way, multiple, of a number of my friends got caught in that because, of course, that's how it ends up happening. They get people that know each other and everybody goes down the, you know, the, the rabbit hole in that situation, which is why I tried a class action suit. It just, you know, they were just too hard to peg. But the the only good news is after I I did the uh, <laughs> after I did the uh, the uh, resolution with the bank right whatever I whatever we settled for um, I got the plot of land and eventually sold it you know and I, at least I made back the money I had to pay the bank I didn't make back you know which I probably still lost seventy five percent of it you Jeez. know what I mean I know I'm in a situation right now with uh, Rachel she had mm-hmm. bought this place down in Mexico years mm-hmm. and years ago. Yeah. but never really quite got title. And the building is like 65% of the way built. Like they never finished it. And like this ongoing, you know, like headache to yeah. try and actually get it. So like you paid for it, it's there. You can't really live in it. You can't really rent it out because the building doesn't have all the amenities that it's supposed to have. So listen, I have not been where you are, George, but um, I'm kind of watching it from the 50 yard line right now. Yeah, it's not fun. Um, anyway, one more. Go ahead, Laura. All right. So I'm... Full disclosure, Lindsay is uh, down, so I'm going to read her last one. Cristiano Ronaldo's bodyguard reportedly crashed the Who's soccer... Who's bodyguard? Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Thank you. Perdón. I don't know if I said it wrong. No, you said it wrong. Oh, okay. The soccer star's 2.4 million Bugatti on Monday. I want a Bugatti so bad. The employee of Ronaldo crashed the vehicle into a brick wall into the resident estate uh, where Ronaldo and his family are vacationing. The mm-hmm. driver was reportedly unharmed, but the front of the 1,200 horsepower superstar's car was damaged. Have you ever totaled a car before? Swipe left or swipe right. Cappy. I have totaled a car once in my life. Um, had like three passengers in the car. And Ouch. everybody was screaming like, no, turn left. No, turn right. I'm like, yo, everybody relax. I'm driving here. Relax. No, go that way. And I, like, swerved in the middle of traffic and, like, tried to make this U-turn. And before you know it, boom, crashed, windows blow up. You know, it was like a whole big mess. And it was all because everybody was, like, yelling at me. Like, don't backseat drive, okay? Let the driver drive. That's my lesson today. Um, I One time, yeah, I got into an accident. Actually leaving, like, class in college. Whoa. And I was, I you know, I went to school in an area where there was, like, a big, like, thoroughfare. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like, I would say, like, Hawthorne or Crenshaw, right? Or any of those, like, big streets. It's, like, three and four lanes in each direction. And I was dri- – I literally had just pulled out. Um, and I was driving down that street. And a, um, a young girl who was, like, 16 or 17 in one of these old, like, Oldsmobiles, like a boat. You know what I mean? Like, this big-ass car that probably weighs three tons. And I was in, like, you know – I think I, my parents, I had like a hand-me-down Ford probe back then. You know what I mean? And like, and that thing's made out of tin. Like, and I crashed. She turned in the middle of the street, like in a, in a, in between two of those medians that didn't even have a turn section. <laughs> she just like jumped in there and tried to jump into like a Burger King uh, drive through And I was, I, I thought she, she, I guess she thought she could beat me. And I was just driving the speed limit. And I crashed right into her passenger door, wow. and it was a complete disaster. Yeah, it was it was nuts. I don't really understand this story about Ronaldo. I'm looking it up online right now, and they're showing mm-hmm. the Bugatti. And I'm like, where was this thing one. parked? Where where was this? No, I mean, gosh, you would think a guy who's worth like a billion dollars would be staying at some plush resort or or some really nice house. It looks like it's in the middle of 
I'm like, man. I'm just impressed that you looked it up. Yeah. I did. I did. I Googled it. I Googled it. Good for you. Thank That's, you. I was actually, one of my cars was, well, I was parked in Malibu, like on PCH. Malibu. And oh, I'm going to just scroll next. So anyways, it was parked on PCH. And I was with one of my ex-boyfriends. We were just kind of hanging out. You know, it was like late summer night. Yeah. And a the drunk. Yeah. Ugh, we would not talk about that boo. But uh, um, a drunk and high driver literally just slammed into the back of my car. And I remember having uh, my friend was supposed to go with us. If she would have gone, she would have died. Because the entire part of my car was literally hitting the back seat of my front seats. Yeah, I believe it. It yeah. was crazy. Yeah. Totaled. That is what, not what you need to know. You Sorry. Just, I'm hearing your voice and what you need to know. That's Radio Tinder, <laughs> presented by our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning, small-batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and do what I do. Demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. All right, so let's hear from Brian Windhorst. I asked him all this crazy stuff about Kyrie. Could Kyrie, and I'm not making this up, like there are little reporters saying that, I don't know, he's so unpredictable, there's a thought that he may leave $30 million on the table and take the taxpayer mid-level for the Lakers. So I asked Brian Winhorst today on NBA Today, do you think that's possible? And he had some funny comments about that, so we'll hear from him in two minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, yeah. Before I get to Jeannie in a bottle, let this play for a second, Laura. Cappy, Yo. you want to feel fu- you want to feel good about something? Tell me. Lindsay used my B in a text to me today. Really? She did. I love that. I just used it off air I, myself. I did as like an, an ode to you, Cappy. Yeah. I appreciate that. You know, Lindsay sent me a text early this morning. She goes, hey, Cap, just wanted to uh, make sure you're good for tomorrow. Make sure everything's good. You're coming back tomorrow. And I'm like, wait, what? Aren't I supposed to be back on the air today? And, like, she almost had me. Lindsay, you almost had me. <laughs> no. I mean, I, I was trying to keep it going, but you were too, you were too slick for that one, Cap. I know. I guess you know I what, could, Cap? That's yeah, what well, a good producer does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Content, baby, content. Mm-hmm. It would have been funny if you didn't show up another day. It would have been God, hilarious. that would have been great. Yeah. I've been like another day off, really? Yeah. So Yeah, everybody uh, was so- on me. Everybody was on me about this whole thing. They're like, How could you not contact Lindsay about the day off? Why'd you leave her out of I mean, that, that, that is the basic gist of this. Like you need to Lindsay needs to know. Lindsay, you'll be happy to know I took the <clears throat> I took the L. L is in Lindsay baseball. I took the L on that one. Thought I was gonna be on the air on Monday. Uh-huh. Beto was there. Definitely Why took do the day you do off the on Tuesday. Johnny Cars- the fake Johnny Carson voice. I-, I took the L on that one. I did not know that. That is wild stuff. I took the L. Yeah. yeah. Why are you doing like a fake Johnny Carson there? What yeah, it is. There? That's what I was doing. Fake Johnny Carson is right. But I you did were, take the but L. Why did you? Why? Why? Why did you go in that direction? I didn't really. Question. I didn't really intend to, and I don't really think I heard it that way. But the fact that you heard it that way made it happy, and I was like, no, this gives me a chance to say, Ahem, I did not know that. That is wild stuff. Did you know that, uh, according to reports, that uh, Devin Booker and Kendall Jenner have split? Is that really the case? Yeah, or at least according to reports. That's unfortunate. I uh, Wow. I wonder if that gives me a shot. No. Bro, you could be her father. Yeah, gross. Yeah? Is it? Is it gross? Yeah. Hell, man. <laughs> How old is she? <laughs> She's like in her early 20s, I believe, no? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what she and I would talk about. <laughs> Probably not much. Nada. Yeah. <laughs> you but I know, talk dude, about you not having anything in common with somebody. But, but George, I know older guys, guys in their fifties oh that date on, women in their twenties. Hold on, hold like, on. Let's let's digest this for a second. Yeah, what do you want to digest? <laughs> She's twenty six years old. What All do you right. have in common with anyone who's twenty six years old, male or female, for that matter? All right. Well, hold on a second. Now that you ask, you know, I got kids that are almost you know in their early twenties. Yeah, but you have nothing in common with them either. 
Well, I could talk to Kendall Jenner about like um, I don't know, like video hey, go games. clean your room, like. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. I mean, you want to go to Chick Fil A? I don't know. We could come up with something. No, you have nothing in common with her. You know what's funny about that though is I do know guys yeah. that are in their fifties that date women that are in their twenties. We all understand why that is. Mm. She's eye candy. He got money. I mean, everybody's getting something from the relationship. But what do they talk about? I don't know, man. That's crazy. Yeah. So I, I, I did a I did a sophisticated, you know, professional woman. You do, yeah. You have to put it in her calendly just to see her. That's right. Uh, well, so, I put in her calendly for the Mandy's on Friday night. I'll tell you that right now. I bet you you did. Um, all right. So the big story today is Kyrie to the Lakers. Like not that crazy to think that it could happen. While not likely, but because of his unpredictability. Every reporter is kind of hedging. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's rare, Cappy, that you see the reporters of this magnitude, like Woj and Zach Lowe and Wendy and Mark Stein. All these guys are kind of hedging. I'm like, well, you know, there is the threat of the Lakers for the mid-level exception, but I don't think anybody can rule it out. And, and you know, forget about just those guys. Like, I was talking to Matt Barnes and J.J. Redick about this earlier today, and they were kind of like, I don't know, man. I can't get in that guy's head. I can't rule anything out one way or another. And it's, it's wild, right, that this is where we're at. So with the Lakers thing coming about, Brian Windhorst was on the show, and I just asked him about a reunification with LeBron, and he had, like, a funny line. Go ahead, Laura, play it. There's talk right. about a $6 million taxpayer mid-level exception with the Lakers and maybe rejoining LeBron. Would LeBron even welcome Kyrie back in that situation? For $6 million, I'm sure LeBron would be happy to have that type of situation. I mean, really, if you want me to paint you a picture here, you know, if Kyrie Irving was going to come up with a scenario that would maybe actually truly scare the Nets, he would opt out of his contract, which is, again, leaving $36 million he has guaranteed on the table, and he would be photographed arm-in-arm with LeBron in an L.A. restaurant on on July 1st. That would be a way to truly scare the Nets that he would actually be willing to do that, and that might work. But that's a big risk on Kyrie's point. And yeah. Look, he did leave $15 million on the table last year when he made his decision not to get vaccinated. So I can't sit here and say that he wouldn't leave $30 million on the table. But I'm not so sure that having lost $15 million last year makes it more likely that he's going to sacrifice that this year. But yes, Laker fans, I can't completely rule out the possibility that Kyrie would leave $30 million. I just don't think it makes sense. What would so, he be scaring the Nets into, though, George? I'm not sure I followed what Wendy was saying there. If, if you have a picture of Kyrie and LeBron sitting there on July 1st, you're losing arm, him for nothing. Oh, that he's going to opt out, and then he's going to go, and you're not going to get him anything for him. Okay. Correct. All yeah. right, got it. Yeah. Got it. Well, um, I also liked what Wendy said at the end of that, which is just because he sacrificed all that money last year, when I say sacrificed, remember, his decision to not get vaccinated he couldn't play. He couldn't be there for his teammates. He left that money on the table. Just because he's been crazy enough to leave $15 million on the table, should we automatically assume that he might be crazy enough to leave $30 million on the table? Because combined, that's $45 million. If you sacrificed or lost $15 million last year, but you can make this guaranteed, let's call it $36 million this year, couldn't you be making up the money that you lost last year when you made your statement? I mean, maybe. Most I, I, of us may, may, would have maybe. a very hard time believing that a pro athlete lost $15 million one year and is willing to give up $30 million the next year, all to pursue a championship with a team that didn't make the play-in tournament last year. Mm-hmm. So what you're asking them to do is go from not making the play-in to winning the championship. That is, uh, that is a low percentage shot uh right but he knows what he's got with lebron and and you know i'm sure dude like if you told me if you asked me to handicap it right now and you just let's say Kyrie was unpredictable enough to take the mid-level exemption the taxpayers which is like six and a half million dollars okay he's owed 36 and a half million if he just opts in okay if you're telling me I got Kyrie Irving. I got LeBron James off a long layover. He hasn't played since April, okay? And I got Anthony Davis, who hasn't played since April. 
And I got Kyrie Irving in that mix, and I know that they're each going to play at least 65, 70 games, and they're going to be healthy come playoff time. They're in the championship mix. I, I mean, I, the rest of the roster, as long as you have a couple of guys that can defend a little bit, like to me, that's the key. I just want guys that can defend and shoot a little bit and keep people honest. You, you, you're going to be in the mix for the title. I'm not saying you're the championship favorite, but you're going to be right there in that mix. Yeah, but you want to know what the problem is with everything you just said? Mm-hmm. If, if, and if. Well, no, of course, but if this is where the Lakers are, though, Cap. There are no definitives on them right now. Yeah, everything is if 38-year-old LeBron James can stay healthy and play, if Anthony Davis can come back and play, you know, call it 60-some-odd games in the season, and if Kyrie has his head on and he really has hunger and desire, if all three of those things can happen simultaneously, yeah, the Lakers could put me and you on the floor as four and five, and we have ourselves a I shot. I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, your, your skills have really eroded. I mean, me... I, mean, I can still just hang on. I can bring the ball up the floor and stuff. But for you, I mean, you just—it's like playing four on five. So, so, so anyway, having uh, you out you're, there, you're right? So yeah, exactly. Anyway, but the point the, uh, is, the point is, is this? You ready, George? Yeah. The point is, this is the situation they're in. They're in a dire situation that they need something this flimsy, let's call it, <laughs> in some ways, right? For is for it, it to, is for them it, to win a championship this year? Is it flimsy? I mean. Listen, the one thing we've learned, I've learned it more from the Rams than from anybody else in sports. If you want to make a deal happen. No, no, but that doesn't work in the NBA the same way. It I, doesn't. Listen, because, I the NFL, because the NFL's money is not all guaranteed, man. It's mostly monopoly money. I understand. But what I'm going to say is this. While I may not be a capologist in the NBA, all I've learned from the Rams is if you want to make a deal, there's a way to make a deal. Oh, look. What, what you've LeBron said is said it, there, right? there's about a way. Less need. F them picks, you know? Yeah. There is a way. If you, if I said to you Kyrie Irving is the missing piece, i get you Kyrie Irving and I'll get rid of Russell Westbrook for you all in one move, and that, that was the piece of the puzzle. If that were the case, there's a will, there's a way. We can make this happen. I mean, if Kyrie takes the $6.5 taxpayer mid-level exemption, though, you actually still have Russ on the roster. You could still use, you could still make him like your bench guy if you want, if he's willing to do that. Oh, my God. Russ and Which, Kyrie. Which, by the way, T-Mac said when you weren't here that day. Said that. That Russ should come off the bench. Yeah, well, Russ and Kyrie in the same locker room. Basketball, don't think that would work. Off the air, content, love it. Yeah. Love um, that. So, so I, what I'm saying is, as unpredictable as he is, I, no one's ruling out. And if they did get on the same team, those three, I, I would put them in my in on my short list to Which be a three? championship contender. You're talking about Kyrie, AD? LeBron, and, and, and AD. They, okay, they would be on my short list to win All right, because we just had Russ's name come up. Are they a big four with Kyrie? Are they a big four now? Man, they would probably be labeled that way, but I don't believe they would be. My God, can you imagine the beauty of Russell Westbrook and Kyrie Irving being on the same roster? Oh, God. That's like a, that's like a radio host dream. Hey, coming up next, I want to talk to you about something that's going on at USC. Okay. And I, I think it's something worthwhile to, that, that needs to be discussed. And, and I want to get kind of your thoughts on that. Let's do that coming up in just a second. Plus, Laura's what you need to know. And I need to find out what you did for Rachel on her birthday. Oh, well, stay tuned. Because the last segment of today's show, I'm going to make an admission today, George, in Scotteria. That is ridiculously embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to even tell it on the air. I will do it, but I'm embarrassed to even say it. Oh, I okay. I can't wait. So stick around. We're back in two minutes.